Okay, long time, no chat. <laughs> it's been a hot second. We've had a lot of things happen uh, since the last episode. I moved, I pretty much dove into a new career, and many things have been happening. It's been great, it's been busy, it's been stressful, it's been all of the above, and you know, we'll just kind of go through some things that have been going on inside my head lately in the past month or so. Um, But the first topic that I really wanted to bring up was the concept of being a cheerleader for others. Now, I don't know who is listening and who knows me or just met me or just came across this thing um, or whatever it is, but if you've been knowing me for a little bit, you would know that the first thing to come out of my mouth in a crowd of people is most likely a compliment to somebody. And that's not me trying to brag or anything like that. That's just my personality. I'm the person that's going to give you endless compliments. I'm always going to cheer you on. I'm, you know, the first person to get excited over big news and things like that. And one thing that I've noticed, especially in the past couple months, is you can't let the fact that you are a big cheerleader uh, tear you down with knowing that others may not be the same way. And what I mean by that is I would classify myself as a huge cheerleader for others, but sometimes, let's say something good happens in my life that I'm super excited about, those people that I'm big cheerleaders for are not necessarily big cheerleaders for me. And that happened with a situation this past year with me where something happened in my life and I was super excited about it. It was something that I had worked really hard for. It was something that I, you know, was really proud of myself for getting um, to that place. And some people in my life that I had done nothing but cheered them on throughout different processes and different, you know, milestones in their lives, I heard absolutely zero from them. Nothing. No congrats, no texts, no calls, no, like nothing. And as much as that hurt me in that moment to think that I am, you know, pouring out my cup for this other person and I'm not really receiving, you know, any of that back into my cup, as sad as I was, now looking back, it all comes back to kind of being almost a maturity thing and being a thing of contentment within yourself. You know, you have to be content with your own wins. You can't wait on others to celebrate you because most of the time they're not going to. And it's not that they don't care about you. It's not that, you know, they hate you or whatever. Um, Of course, sometimes you never know. But for the most part, people are just so concerned with their own lives that, frankly, yours is, you know, not at the forefront of importance for them. And that sucks. You know, it always sucks. You always want other people to notice, you know, when you're doing well and, you know, even when things are going not so well and you kind of need them to, you know, cheer you on a little bit. And that's okay. And that's just something that I've come to terms with, you know, the past couple months and especially recently is just knowing I have to be there for myself at the end of the day. I have to be my own motivator. I have to be the one that's going to cheer myself on because I can't rely on other people to do that for me because that won't always happen. And something I also wanted to talk about as well is, you know, some people just don't want you to win. Some people don't want you to succeed. They will never admit it, you know, um, but don't let those people discourage you or prevent you from pushing and pursuing your own goals. There's always going to be somebody in your circle 
who is tying you down, telling you not to do something, telling you you can't do something, or someone who's always silent, you know, when your bell rings. And that is not somebody that you either A, need to keep in your circle, or B, if you keep them in your circle, you don't need to be pouring things out of your cup into theirs. So you also need to protect your own cup at the same time. Another topic that I have, you know, had some experiences with lately is being a pushover. You know, I am... I would like to say, you know, a nice person. I would like to say I'm a very helpful person. And as you know, I just talked about being a big cheerleader for others. And sometimes that lands me in a position to be a huge pushover. And I know that's, you know, that's some people's biggest pet peeves is when somebody's a pushover. And so if I'm your biggest pet peeve, I am so sorry. (laughs) But you'll be constantly be getting left behind and trying to build others up without helping yourself if you keep being a pushover. It gets you stuck in the mud. You know, every time you're on a plane, they always tell you put the oxygen mask on yourself before putting it on other people. You know, when you help others at the expense of yourself, you empty your cup. And when your cup is empty, you have nothing left. And when you have nothing left in your cup, what are you going to fill it up with? You know, you can't exhaust your resources and have nothing left over, you know, to build your own house. That's just not how it all needs to work because you'll be left with nothing. And that's not where we want to be. Another thing um, that I've noticed is this kind of plays along with the comparison game of, you know, being a cheerleader for others, not having them be a cheerleader for you, you kind of feeling less than, then you're comparing your wins to theirs. Well, maybe my wins just weren't as important. Maybe my wins aren't as good. Maybe I didn't deserve what I got. Maybe, you know, they worked harder for their win than I did. And that has nothing to do with it. There is room for everyone's light. There is no need for you to dim others' lights in order for yours to shine. You know, yours does not shine any brighter just because you blocked everyone else's light out. It's like, you know, you go and buy three light bulbs from the store and you plug them into three different lamps. When you turn all those lamps on, they're all the same level of lightness, you know, like nobody's light bulb works super, like a whole much better than somebody else's. It's, you know, it's just not how that is. And I know that I've talked about that topic a lot on my Instagram because it is really just so important. And you'll even hear it from people who are super young, you know, middle school, they're thinking, oh, you know, like, that's the first time you really start to look in a mirror and realize, you know, your body image. And if you look different than other people, or you start to realize, you know, how different people's parents are, you know, what vacations you go on, what house you live in, does your house have a pool, you know, what kind of car do your parents drive? And that's the, I would say the first point of starting to compare and having that comparison game in that cycle of comparison. And then, you know, even when you get older, you still have that cycle of comparison. What college did you go to? Did you take out student loans? What car do you drive? You know, do your parents pay for your bills? You know, there's different things there. And then you get, you know, into adulthood. Well, what what ring did your fiance get you? Did, you know, y'all buy a house with cash? Did y'all finance a house? Did y'all go on this really expensive honeymoon? You know, how expensive is your house? What kind of toys do you have as far as, you know, do you have a boat? Do you have jet skis? Do you have a lake house? You know, and then it even gets even further to how many kids did they have? You know, am I a better mom because I have more kids or am I a better mom because I have one kid and I have more time, you know, to devote to that one kid? And even when you get even older, am, you know, am I just not as good because I couldn't retire at the same time as all my friends or all my friends are retiring, but I don't have the means or I don't want to retire right now. You have to stop because the more you compare 
it'll never end. You know, you're going to be in this cycle up until the day that you die. You know, we're digging our grave the more that we compare ourselves to others. You know, we're exhausting all this energy. We're adding so much stress in our lives. We're freaking out for no reason, you know, for absolutely zero reason. Because at the end of the day, when we all die, we're not bringing anything with us. You know, you're not bringing your Louis Vuitton purse. You're not bringing your big boat. You're not bringing your nice house or your engagement ring or whatever. There is no U-Haul behind a hearse. You're not taking any of that stuff with you. So therefore, it does not matter. Also, I wanted to talk about reinventing yourself with new habits. I'm always seeing on TikTok and Instagram and things like that, you know, the that girl aesthetic or that girl morning routine or being super productive, waking up at 4 a.m., you know, like this is my everyday life. And that can also play into the comparison game. You know, I don't wake up the earliest. I wake up, you know, at the last second. I have to be at work at 8.30, so I wake up at 7.20. You know, I leave my house at 8.05. I really push the limits with that. (laughs) But, you know, we are always trying to buy the next best thing and wanting all the improved gadgets and things, but we lack and procrastinate improving ourselves. So with that, that's like instead of buying the ice roller, just, just take a thing of ice and put it up to your face. You don't need all these extra things. Instead of buying, you know, the treadmill, just go run outside it's not the fact that you don't have the gadget it's not the fact that you don't have a treadmill you just don't have the discipline to go for a run and that's something you really just have to come to terms with with yourself you know it's not the fact that you don't have most money to go spend at whole foods it's the fact that you're eating mcdonald's you know it's just it comes down to self-discipline and maturity and things like that um and also it's not what you do around others but what you do in private that matters Um, and that's just a point of integrity you know why do people trust you do people trust you because you post about doing good things and do they like you because you post about doing good things or do people really like you and trust you because they know that if they tell you something that is confidential that you're going to keep it confidential or if they're really in need of some help you know and they're in a sticky situation that you're going to help them and you're not going to embarrass them and make them feel bad about their situation. Another thing uh, that I've noticed, especially with real estate, is in my group, we're trying to incorporate a lot more um, like video content, uh, different types of media, trying to really push each of our spheres uh, with social media. And something that we've had to come to terms with is it doesn't have to be perfect. It just has to be done. Uh, and when we chase perfection, it prevents and stunts our growth. So let's just say you wanted to start a YouTube channel, but you're like, I don't have the nicest camera, the nicest lights, the nicest mic, um, and I just have nothing to film and I can't do it until I have all those things. That is false. You know, I put off, you know, starting the podcast for the longest time because I kept thinking I don't have a super expensive mic and I don't really have much to talk about and people don't want to listen to my voice. If they did, they would just come over and have a wine night and they would listen to everything I have to say. (laughs) But if you keep thinking that way and like I don't have a professional editor, anything like that, you're just going to push it back, push it back, push it back. You know, one of the reasons why this episode is so delayed is because I, for the longest time, wasn't motivated. I had nothing that I felt was important to talk about. I felt that nobody really wanted to hear what I had to say. And the great thing with podcasts is you can always turn this off. You can pause me at any point. You know, I saw this Instagram post the other day that I actually reposted when I looked up my name on Pinterest. It was a, you know, trend. And it says you can meet people in real life too. It's called Boundaries. And I thought that was interesting too, um, because even if people don't like what you're posting, they don't like what they see, they can unfollow you. 
they can just mute you. They can just, you know, close out of it. People are not forced to listen, talk to, look at, or engage with what you post or who you are. That's not something that is required. That's an option. Um, That is a choice. And so the same also goes for you when, you know, you're talking about other people. I don't have to engage in behavior that all my friends are. You know, if I have friends, I know for one, there's a situation, I can't go too deep into it without disclosing, you know, confidential discussions. But I have a few people that I know that are in situations that I was in, you know, a year and a half, two years, three years, however long ago. And I've kind of told them my journey and what's helped me and how I got to where I am and what, you know, different decisions that I had to make along the way. And, you know, I'm kind of encouraging them to follow follow what I did because I know that it's so rewarding. Um, and But it's up to them to really follow that. It's up to them to listen. It's up to them to decide if that's something that they want to implement or if that's something that they're just not really interested in. Um, and I can't take that personally. You know, I can't think, oh, well, they just, they must not like me because they don't want to do what I'm doing. No, it's not that at all. It's just that they have different priorities set for their life that may different, that may differ from your own. So, that's kind of everything that's been going on in my head. One thing the other day, oh my gosh, just because you have a bad day doesn't mean that you have a bad life. I had that scenario the other day. I had a closing that was supposed to close yesterday, ended up falling through last minute. Um, and that was something that was really discouraging for me. And, you know, it really, really kind of got to me for a couple hours that day where I just thought, oh my gosh, I am so lost. I feel left behind. I feel as if, you know, everything meant for me just shattered right in front of my eyes and that maybe I wasn't cut out for this and you know I had all those doubts I had that little voice in my head thinking like what are you doing like literally what are you doing and then I started comparing my life to other people's lives I'm like well they look so happy they look like they're thriving and the more that I thought about it I really thought about you know this past year the past two years where I'm sure some people thought that I was living the life and deep down I was really stretched thin you know I barely had any room left for myself and that was really discouraging for me but it was also really important to understand that God opened doors you know after he shut some others so clearly the closing fell through but shortly after I had an offer accepted on another house that was you know eight times as expensive as that first one and it's not about the price it really is not but it just means that God will provide in abundance you know He may not have, you know, one specific thing planned for you and that might fall through, but whatever he does have planned for you will be 10 times better. And that I can guarantee 100%. It may not happen right away. You know, it, I was lucky that it happened just a couple days after, but you know, sometimes it takes time. Sometimes you don't even see it in the moment, but you see it way, you know, later on down the line. Um, but yeah, but I thought that was really interesting. Thought it was really special. Something that warmed my heart this month. Um, in the past week. I also want to talk about something else as well is, um, you know, I found that it is better for me to work in silence because I overshare as those of you who are friends with me and that know me understand. I tend to give out way too much information about my life or about what's going on in my life or things that I'm doing. And I hate to say it, but some other people take advantage of that. Again, with the pushover topic earlier, where if I disclose, you know, all my secrets, I guess, of my success, which, you know, they're not really secrets, you know, it's just consistency and discipline. But 
if I say like, oh, uh, this is my recipe to get five appointments this week and I, you know, tell people or if I say, oh, I'm doing this, this and this and I'm expecting this much in return, I find that either some people tend to take that and twist it and make me feel as if it, it's, not, it's not enough, that I'm not doing enough, that I'm not as successful as I need to be or I'll have people, you know, kind of try to one up me from there or I'll have people take that and kind of shred it to pieces or even I've had people you know take it and then try to replicate it and then when it's not working for them try to undermine my win you know and I know that sounds like everyone's just beating on me recently they're really not you know people are you know still friends with me um but it's just different things like that that I've just noticed and maybe I'm just starting to think about things more maybe I'm just starting to notice it more maybe it was always there and maybe that's just part of growing up is realizing that your circle is not as big as you thought it was it's really you know just a couple people that you can probably count on one or two hands and the importance is you probably should keep your circle that way just because when you overstretch and you overpour your cup, again, like I was saying earlier, if you pour everything out of your cup, your cup is empty and you have nothing left to give. So instead of having, you know, your 10 friends that you're constantly pouring your cup into, maybe have like four and pour your cup into those. That way you have, you know, some left uh, to keep yourself going and also making sure that those relationships are pouring stuff back into your cup, that you're not draining yourself every time you hang out with somebody. After you hang out with somebody, you should feel, you know, refreshed and energized and good after speaking with them. And if you feel drained and tired, that's a sign that maybe that relationship is not, you know, as healthy as you thought it was. So I think that's everything that I have to discuss today. <laughs> as all of my little lists that I wrote down, I went through so quickly because I talk like a maniac and I talk super, super fast. So we are finishing up right now, but I hope everyone has a great rest of their month, a great Christmas. I hope that if you have some wins that other people haven't celebrated, I would love to celebrate those for you. Feel free to text me and let me know, you know, what wins that you've had. Um, and I would love to just celebrate those for you. And of course, if y'all have any questions, concerns, comments, let me know if you have my number, call me if you, you know, Instagram DM, you know, whatever you want. But I will talk to y'all next time and hope everyone has a great rest of their year and I will speak with y'all in 2023. That is absolutely so crazy. Um, anyway, love y'all. Bye.